0: Some of you may not have grandchildren. About time you get to grandchildren, you've been through enough (laughs) to appreciate life. So it's been emotional for me. Every day my babies leave out in the morning, you don't know if they're going to come home. So it's been very emotional for me see, my mother fall and didn't know if she was going to make it through that day. But God was good. She's lived long enough to die any day. The Bible said, by reason, we may get past 70, by reason of strength. So, excuse me if I'm serious about this church. Excuse me if I'm serious about our personal commitments to God. But I told these leaders that I didn't want to be here if I was not effective. If I can't influence your life to give all that you can give, then. My position here is null and void. They asked me, Brother Miles, we've noticed that you take three years in your contracts for the last few churches, and, and that's true. And I told them this reason, because the first year I observe you, I make no changes. The second year I begin to make changes, you observe me and what I do. And the third year we decide whether or not it's a good fit. It's no person, It's not personal. You know why it's not personal? Because it's not about me. And it's not about the leaders. It's about the church. My desire, I want to stay here until I retire. That's my desire. But I want us to be the church God has called us to be, Brother Johnson. That's what I want. And so that's why I, I'm in this office many times late at night. Sometime early in the morning. Some of my family called me this morning. I was here early. They looked me. They said, what are you doing that so early? It's because I'm serious. And I want all of us to be serious. Not because I'm serious. I want all of us to be serious because that's what God desires. Now, I'm not going to be long. I'm about 10 minutes, and I'm going to be done. Because we have some other stuff to do. Now, I know somebody don't believe that, but I'm going to make you a believer. I'm going to make you a believer, I'm going to make you a believer. Uh, they calling me out, they, call, they calling me out, listen, 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 I, I promise because we got a lot to do. See this, this sermon is going to go all the way through my hands into our presentation, Brother Johnson going to do some preaching today uh, through his presentation, seriously. And so I, 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 yeah, because that's what the assimilation of God's word is—is preaching. Uh, And so, ten minutes, ten minutes, and I'm going to be done. It might be before that. But turn, and you don't don't stand. Just turn to Matthew twenty-eight. Matthew twenty-eight. David, I want to thank you for reading verses eighteen through twenty. Exactly what I gave you to read. Uh, But I want to start at verse sixteen. God has put something on my heart. And really for the last few years of my ministry, this has been my end of year meeting sermon um, because it's a point in time, Brother Johnson, for us to remind the church of what our purpose really is, what our purpose really is. God, now, Father, as we look into this message, once again, we're asking you, Lord, to lead and guide our hearts, open the hearts of our members, open the hearts of our leaders open all of our hearts that we will receive your word and be reminded of what you have called us to do and that we will do nothing more than what you have called us to do, that you might receive the glory and honor and that we may live out, that we might live out what you have commanded us to do. This is our prayer in Jesus' name, amen. I want to talk to us from the subject this morning, what are you making? What are you making? Everything in this world, Brother Marcus, that is made, was made by design. Let me say that again. Everything of worth and value that was made in this world was made by design. Now watch this. The only thing that was not made by design it's a mess. All right, that's right. Go ahead. But when man sit down and put his mind to thought and pen to paper, through trial, error, and practice, joy, he has a purpose in his heart that he's trying to bring to reality. So he designed it Uh, according to certain specifics so that the thing that's created can achieve the purpose of the creator's mind. God formed the church with purpose. Now, I want you to understand something. The creator, Jay, when he makes and designs the product, it's to satisfy his will, his purpose. He doesn't make and design something uh, uh, for you to come along and say, well, I wanted to do X, Y, Z, and Z, Y, X. You either like his design and use his design or you choose some other design or you come up with your own design. I want to remind us simply that the church has a purpose. Yes, God gave the the vision to Brother Johnson for this congregation, but the purpose of the church was designed by God. Let's look real quickly, real quickly. Oh, I got about six minutes. Watch this. It's not going to take long. I promise you. I promise you it's not going to take long. Watch this. Watch this. Because what I'm going to do, Brother Johnson, Pop, I'm going to let the Bible preach for itself. Is that all right? Can I let the Bible preach for itself? Watch this. In verse 16 of Matthew 28, the 11 disciples went away into Galilee. Now watch this. Who were the 11? These were chosen men by uh, Christ himself. Let me remind us, all of us have been chosen. Those of us who are baptized, repentant believers in Christ, we have been chosen by the adoption of Jesus Christ. All right, through what? Through faith, belief, repentance, obedience and baptism and living faith for revelations 2:10. All right, so all of us are disciples. Those of us who have been born again. St John 3:3, that we may have the life that Christ intended us to have. St John 10:10. All of us who have done that are disciples or should be disciples of Christ. Now, I want to show you the difference between disciples and Christians. All right? But they, watch this, they went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. Let me tell you something. You will not be a disciple if you're not in the right place at the right time. All right. One of the proofs of you being a disciple is to be in the right place at the right time. The term here, had appointed them, means to place, watch this, it means to set in opposition It means to set in order. It means to assign. So Christ expects for his disciples to be where they're supposed to be when he tells them to be there. What am I saying to you? You got to take your church attendance serious. Before we can achieve any goals of this church, we must be serious about our church attendance. Uh Now, listen, I am not talking about the exception to the rule. I know there are things that keep us from church. We're not talking about that. We're talking about an intention of your heart and mind. We're talking about a lifestyle. Yes, you might have to work sometime. Yes, you might be out of town. Yes, you might be sick. Those are exceptions. I'm talking about when you are here in your normal day life and living, you should be where you're supposed to be when you are supposed to be there according to the rule of God. Now, why is that? Watch this. Look in the text. I'm almost done. Look in the text. Watch this. Why should you be there? That? Because that's what Jesus told you to be. Amen. Now, watch this. I'm told you I'm going to let it preach for itself. Watch this. Look at verse 17. Watch this. And when they saw him, who saw him? Who saw him? The disciples saw him. Why did they see him, Brother Elliot? Because they were where they were supposed to be. Right. Watch this. Now, the reason they, they saw him, watch this. They worship him. You can't worship him unless you're where you're supposed to be. Watch this. Watch this. But some doubt it. I'm so glad, Marcus. I don't know who, I don't know how the Lord put this on your heart to pray it. I'm so glad he prayed about us not focusing on people who are not here. I think I proved to y'all already. I don't care. If we have three in here, I'm going to preach the hell out of three of them. And preach heaven into them. All right? See, see, see. I, you know how I do that because I understand what we're supposed to be doing. Watch this. Watch this now. Watch this. But some doubt it. Don't worry about the doubters. They're going to always be doubters. Watch this. Verse 18. Jesus came. Where did Jesus come to? He came where they were. Why did he do that? Because he asked them to be there. Watch this. Not only did Jesus have an expectation of his disciples, but he know that faithful disciples have an expectation of him. You ain't got no business expecting Jesus to answer your prayers if you're not going to answer his call. On, right? you, okay. you can't have a one sided relationship with God oh, sitting in your house. Brother Miles, I pray every day. That's not the command for worship. Brother Miles, I still read my Bible, although I'm not at church. That's not the command for worship. When he appoints and tells you to be somewhere, that's what he wants you to do. Why? Because he got something to say to you. That's why I've told you I have said this, and some of y'all still haven't done it. But now I I know some of y'all technical savvy, so you got your your files and stuff on your phone, and that's fine. You got them on your laptop. But some of y'all don't take no notes. So what are you coming for if you're not coming to be equipped and prepared to be a disciple? God, help me, Jesus. Watch this. And Jesus came and he spake unto them. He got good news. Every time you come to the house of God, you should be looking for some good news. He said, all power. Oh, go on and preach Bible. He said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, all he's simply saying, I have all the ability. I have all the strength. I have all the authority. He says, I, he has, I have all the capability. One thing Iris said when we were standing around her bed, Sister Johnson, Brother Johnson, myself, was standing around her bed. Pat had been there early in the morning, beat me there. Uh, Sierra had been there early in the morning, beat me there. They had to go on to work and take care of business. But we stood around uh, Iris's bed, and one thing she said to us, I mean, gave me all the joy in the world. She said, I'm fine. I done took care of everything. I'm fine. Listen, unless you are a true disciple and have that kind of relationship, you ain't going to make it. All right, look, in this last minute, watch this. He says, verse 19, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, when he used the term go, that is an aorist participle. It does not in itself, Joe, determine the time of the going. And that has to be understood by the context of the word, the contextual use of the word. So what do we know about this contextual use of the word? This is an immediate command. Who is it to? To the disciples. It is an action of urgency. You got to be urgent about being a disciple of Christ. Watch this. He says, go ye. Who is he talking to? He's talking to his disciples. The word is Mathetes. Methetes is the word here. And it's simply a learner or pupil. Now, watch this. A learner or pupil are those that have submitted to be taught. If you're not seriously committing yourself to Bible study that you might be taught, you're not no disciple. I keep trying to tell you guys this. Listen, you look out here and see all these huge numbers of churches and all that stuff. You know why? You know why? Because they're somebody's disciple. Look, they didn't start in no big mega building. They didn't start with no fancy world ministry. They started one person at a time. I'm almost done. Watch this. Then he says, he says, teach. Now, here's where the making comes. The word teach in verse number 19. The word teach there is methetinos, methetio. Now, watch this. It simply means to make a disciple. Make a disciple, one who is attached to his teacher and has become one of his followers. Listen, our job, here it is in a nutshell, and I'm done. Our job is to come where Jesus has appointed us to be, his house of prayer, his house of worship, his house of learning. Learn of him what he has to speak into you. Attach yourself to him by learning what he wants you to know and then go out and make disciples. Some of us are making a mess of our lives and making a mess of the church because we're not living like true disciples. That's it, I'm done. I'm done. Before you can teach them all things in verse 20, you gotta make them a disciple. Now, you don't want them following you If you're not following Christ, stand on your feet, stand on your feet. You, you, your job in a nutshell, again, is to come where Jesus has told you to be, be there when he told you to be there, have an expectation of him to speak something into your life. What was he doing to cause them to be greater disciples? And then you go out and do what Christ has done for you as a disciple. That's it. That's it. Now, the question today is, do you truly want to be a disciple? It's simple. It's simple. There's no gimmicks. I don't have any tricks for you. I'm done. The Bible taught itself this morning. Be where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be. Come for the right purpose. Hear what Christ has to say. Apply it to your life. Attach yourself to him and then leave this place and make more disciples. Duplicate yourself. But now don't you duplicate yourself unless you have become a great disciple. If you're here today and you need to repent of sin and you want to ask for prayer, please come down. If you're here today and you want to be saved from your sins, you want to have your sins washed away, Romans 6 and 4. You want to be added to the Lord's church, Acts 2, verse 41 and 47. If you want to be a part of salvation and be in the place where salvation is, you're in the right place. Uh, 1 Timothy 2 and verse number 10. If you want to be saved and you want to receive that crown of life when you leave this world, then live faithful unto death. Revelations 2 and 10 said you receive a crown of life that shall never fade away. If that be your decision when we sing, won't you come now as we sing? Please come. He's sweet. I know. He's so sweet.